In this state of pure bliss is the expression of pure love. When love is pure, you become the embodiment of love itself. This love is offered to none, denied to none. It just radiates from you like light from a bonfire or dreams from a dreamer. It kindles the spark of love wherever it falls. And this, I could not say it better myself. This is the link. This is the explanation. This is the poetic expression of the baseline state of not just bliss that we're speaking about, but spiritual, cosmic love, the frequency of love that you are. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Before we continue this beautiful chat today, wonderful souls, I need to jump in here to share something really exciting. If you've been following these episodes or you've been following me on social media, you know that I am in the process of releasing my first book, Your Cosmic Love Antenna, Define, Embody, and Emit Your Unique Frequency of Love. And at the time of this episode release, pre-orders are now open. If you have been pulled to this show, if you're looking to understand the what, the how, and the why of love, if you're looking to apply some of the tools connected to your chakras in a child, releasing religious trauma, ancestral healing, emotional release, and so much more, then this beautiful expression from my heart to yours is for you. If you are looking to channel more of your unique gifts and the divine frequency that you are, these pages will open all of this up. And if you're interested, all you need to do is go to cosmicloveantenna.com. That's cosmicloveantenna.com. And you can pre-order this book right now. If you pre-order, click on that link, put in your email. You're going to get access to some special gifts that I'm only offering to those who get in before I release it fully. These gifts are going to be some more channeled meditations, activations, and some other surprises from my heart to yours. So head over to cosmicloveantenna.com, pre-order this beautiful expression, and I can't wait to hear how it shifts your life. If you're listening to this after pre-order sales, that same link can be also used to go to the direct purchase link. Sending love, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode today. Good morning, evening, afternoon beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna, another solo sode with just me, myself, and all of you beautiful souls tuning in. This is a solo episode where my intention is, as always in these types of conversations, to speak about, teach about, coach about a particular topic that I know is going to fill you up with a lot of practical tools, guidance, and beautiful expansion. And I'm going to get into that topic in a few moments here, but let me set the foundation. Let me set the stage for all the new people joining either here listening on the podcast, or if you're joining live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, welcome. It's so nice to have you. I can feel your energy already. I can see people in the chats. Uh, if you get some value out of this conversation today, please share this out far and wide with a friend, a family member, a lover that you think can help support with. You can also leave your feedback over on reviews in Spotify and Apple. That helps me expand the show. And I would encourage other people that are joining live today on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, leave your comments and questions down in the chats, and I'm going to read them out and add them into the, to the flow today. So you are a part of this conversation. And I see you there, Suzanne and Rose. Welcome. So what are we talking about today? This is part two of my unified field of love or the unified field 
and your love frequency. Today, I'm going to be talking about the rest of the 25 qualities of the unified field and how they connect to your frequency of love, my views, my experiences, and how this can help you through this unified field of love, help you manifest, help you expand into more loving relationships, help you heal, and all of the things. And I'm really excited because it's this is one of my favorite topics to speak about, and I hope it really lights you up. As always here in these lives, I want to first start with a beautiful review from the community. And again, just a reminder, if you want to leave your reviews, you can go over to Apple and Spotify and it helps me expand the show. And I read them out in these in these um, solo sodes. And uh, Rose, I see you here in the live, my friend. This is actually from you. Rose has left the review on Apple and she has stated, conditional love and unconditional love with Shireen Wilson. That was the episode she tuned into. And Rose states, this was an extremely helpful episode for me personally. Understanding some of my resistance was eye-opening to me. You can feel the love from both of these individuals as well as not feeling judged for wherever I am on my journey. So Rose, love received. And I'm so happy that you got so much value out of that conversation. And I'll just share this because this will lead into the conversation today. All of the teachings and experience and guidance and topics I teach about, it will always come from that intention, that intention of it being open for you to receive, right? Because we're all so beautifully unique on our beautiful spiritual journey. And wherever you are at right now here in this moment is perfect, right? There's always more things to do. There's always more things to heal, but you are enough. You are worthy. And all of my teachings will come with that foundation at its base. So thank you, Rose, for the important, for the loving words. And um, again, I see you in the chat and I, I receive your love. Okay. So let's flow on today with the topic, part two of your unified field of love. And I'm going to start as I did in part one. And I'd encourage you to go back and listen to part one to, to take the full potency of this conversation into your heart. I'm going to give a recap of it here in a second, but listen to the full episode on, on, on the podcast platform or on YouTube. You can see it over there. But I'm going to start with a quote. And this quote is from the mystic that is Rumi. And it goes as follows. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And this quote resonates with me in so many ways. But in relation to this unified field of love that we're talking about today, what this highlights is this unified field of love that you are is always present. It's always there, right? Much like your divinity, your godliness, and your power, it is never not you. The difference and the thing that fluctuates and changes is your ability to feel it internally. Or as Rumi said, your ability to find the barriers that you have placed, most likely unconsciously, against it from moving through you. This, another way of saying this, this unified field of love is your baseline state. So the question is, and we're going to talk about this today, how can we start to embody this baseline state? How can we start to embody this baseline state? Not just to experience the goodness of it, like that, that's powerful in itself, but also to embody this baseline state to heal, to heal our physical, emotional, mental pain, to attract the relationships in our life that we deserve, to spiritually awaken to more of ourselves. This unified field of love and this baseline state of bliss and divinity that we are leads us to all of these things. All of these things are symptoms of this connection. So 
yes, Alan, the Honoponopono prayer is a practice and a tool, right? That we can start to connect back into this unified field. So let's keep going. So that's just keep, this is why this conversation is important. This is why I'm so passionate about this. And as I'm reading these qualities today of the unified field, these qualities will help you remember this state of love, this unified field that you are birthed from. Okay, I'm going to drop a resource here. These characteristics are from a beautiful book that I recently read called Creating Affluence by Deepak Chopra. I'd highly recommend you read the book. It is uh, He's a powerful man in, in his own right, but the book really stimulated this episode and what I'm about to express today. So definitely go check it out. And again, listen to part one of this podcast because it, it will highlight the rest of the qualities. So I'm going to quickly speed through now the first 12 characteristics because I covered them in the first episode and then we're going to dive deeper into the final 13 qualities. Okay, so reminder, feel. Feel these qualities because these are you. And as I speak today, you have the opportunity to embody them just by listening. Okay, so the first 12 qualities of the unified field of love that you are, that you are made of. First is total potential of natural law. Then we have infinite organizing power. Number three is fully awake within itself. Number four is infinite correlation or, or infinite connection. Everything is connected. Number five is perfect orderliness. Number six is infinite dynamism. So dynamically moving throughout life. Number seven is infinite creativity. Number eight is pure knowledge. Number nine is unboundedness. Number 10 is perfect balance. Number 11 is self-sufficient. And number 12 is all possibilities. Okay, so those are the first 12. Again, encourage you to listen to the first episode. I broke them down in more depth. But now we're going to go into the final 13. And I'm going to break down each of them more specifically. Okay, and if you're joining live, just a reminder on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, pop your comments and, and I'll read them out and answer them as we go if you have any questions. And uh, Alan, I'm right here with you, my friend. I can feel you remembering. And Rose, the book is called Create, Creating Affluence by Deepak Chopra. Creating Affluence by Deepak Chopra. Okay, so number 13 of your characteristics of the unified field of love that you are made of, that you are. Number 13 is infinite silence. Infinite silence. This characteristic is powerful in many ways. And I'm going to point out three here in my own experience. And the first I'm going to share is if you've been listening to my voice or listening to this show for any amount of time, you have most likely experienced somatically feeling something, experiencing something, not just in the words that I speak, but also in the space or specifically the silence between the words. And this is directly connected to this characteristic of the unified field. There is just as much value, just as much healing, just as much 
love in the nothingness as there is in the fullness. Your silence is value. And we could do a whole conversation, a whole chat just on this point alone. But for now, I just want you to acknowledge that your worthiness, your divinity, your love frequency also exists in this silence. And this is very important because most of us, myself included, get stuck in the illusion that we always have to be producing and making and filling the space to have value, to have the love, to do the healing, to have the awakening. And yes, the inspired masculine action is needed, but so is the divine feminine nothing. The divine, I would actually call this, this connects to the void, the voidal womb of the unified field. This is the voidal space in between. And this voidal space, I'm going to talk about this later in another characteristic, but this voidal space is a place inside of us that is made in this field that we can connect to to remember this trait. Okay, so good start with that one. Number 14, characteristic number 14 of this unified field of love is harmonizing. You are made of not just orderliness, as one of the other traits alluded to, right? Perfect orderliness. That orderliness that you are made of, that is you, is also harmonizing. Another way to describe this is you are a divine song. You are a divine frequency. We all have maybe experienced and practiced the mantra that is Om. I'd highly encourage a practice. I'll give a tool here for everyone tuning in a meditation that is is that activates this exact trait of the unified field this harmonizing trait a meditation that you can do is for at least 15 minutes drop into a meditation close your eyes and om 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 repeat that for 15 minutes plus and then get back to me and let me know what happens I won't spoil it for you, but I will say that this harmonizing trait is connected to this, right? It's, it's beauty. It's beauty in the connection to everything. It's why we often, it's why we often cry when we are in the presence of someone that is speaking their truth that is motivating and speaking their sensitivity straight from their heart. It's because of this harmonizing characteristic. And I would say here, just to highlight this, you are crying not because they are giving you something, but you're crying because the harmonizing characteristic in them is also in you. And in that moment, you experience that. Yes, Rose. You started that meditation. Yeah, it's a powerful one. All right, let's keep going. So our next trait, our next trait of the unified field of love that you are made of is evolutionary. You are evolutionary. Or another way to describe this is you are constantly, the, the essence that you are, the soul that you are, is constantly seeking to expand and evolve. Your baseline state of bliss and love that you are made of, that is this unified field, your baseline state is one of evolution, expansion. What does this mean? 
This means that if you are in a state of dis-ease, if you are in a state of stagnation, if you are in a state of feeling small, of feeling like you're doing the opposite to this, feeling like you're going, you're, you're, you're staying within the same place, then that in itself tells you that that is not what you are, right? That is the opposite of what you are, but it tells you that this is not me. So in that moment, something that needs to be addressed. I'll throw in something else here. Because this is a question that I get a lot from people that I am able to support and help is what is what is my purpose? What is my purpose for being here? What is my life purpose? Right? We all have this question. And I'm going to connect this characteristic of the unified field of love to this question. And I would assert in my experience you actually have two purposes at any given moment and more specifically you have two types of a purpose the first purpose that we all have is an inward purpose meaning one of your purposes to be here in this existence is to remember the divinity and the god that you are it is every single person's purpose to awaken to the truth that they are divine it is every single human seed's purpose to awaken to the presence of the divine that they are. That is purpose number one that we all have. But purpose number two, and this connects to this evolutionary characteristic of the unified field of love that you are, is once you have remembered the divine being that you have always been, the godly being that you've always been, your second purpose is to then take that divinity that you've felt inside of you and then do what? Export it out into the outside world. Share it with the greatest need of the time, the greatest good of the moment, or the need that is going to lead to the evolution and the expansion of not just you as the individual, but also the interconnected collective that you are a part of. This is this evolutionary characteristic. We all have this, right? We all have this progression of inward awakening and then outward exportation of our presence, of our divinity, of our unique expression of that divinity. And it's connected to this evolutionary state. Okay, so ask yourself, one, how connected am I to my divine essence? And two, if you are connected, where are you exporting that so everything can evolve? All right, love it. I hope you are enjoying this beautiful beings. I'm just going to check in on all of the chats. Again, if this is resonating and hitting you deeply please leave any comments and questions in the live chat and i'd be happy to read them out and connect in welcome jackie i see you there on linkedin my friend so let's keep going and a reminder for all the people popping in please feel these words because these characteristics and traits these are you Okay, so I'm not, I shouldn't be telling you anything new here. You might need to remember it, but once you remember it, you'll feel it. So next up here, the next characteristic, uh, I've lost count. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's 16. 16 is you are self-referral. So the unified field of love that you are made of is self-referral. And I'm going to read a quote here from Mr. Deepak, how he explains this, because I think he nails it. And the quote is, the unified field doesn't refer to any, any, any outside object in order to know itself. It just goes back within itself to know itself. I'm going to say this again. The unified field doesn't refer to any outside object in order to know itself. 
it just goes back within itself to know itself. And I, I'll, I could leave, I could leave the chat there with just that quote, but let's, let's dive into it. Okay. What is this showing us? What is this helping us to see as what we are? First of all, many of you have probably heard me speak about being a divine mirror. Okay. This is the divine mirror effect. What does this mean? All of you are probably experiencing this to a degree right now, as you either are watching this live or listening to my voice. What am I acting as for you in this moment? I'm not giving you these things. I am acting as the divine mirror so you can refer back to yourself. So you can see that which is in me that is also inside of you. Right? This is the self referral characteristic of the unified field. Another way to describe this is you are waking up, you wake up through other people. You can wake up through yourself, right? And I'll talk about that in a second. But first on your journey, this is why we need tribe. This is why we need lovers and we need practitioners and we need coaches and mentors and all the things. They never give us anything. The best doctor, coach, mentor, practitioner, whoever, friend, lover that you're seeking support around, the best individual will never be giving you anything. They will just be standing in their divine love, helping you to see more of you. Another way to describe this is all love is self-love. Let me explain what I mean. I'm going to use I'm going to use the beautiful Kara in the in the uh, Facebook chat as an example. When I express my love for the lovely Kara in the chat, and I say, "Kara, I love this thing about you because it makes me feel this kind of way," in that moment, yes, I am loving that trait of Kara. But let's ask the question. Why do I love it? I love it because it resonates with me. Why does it resonate with me? Either because that trait is something that I currently embody or that trait is something that I wish to embody. So this is the self-referral characteristic in its, in its divine example. All love is self-love. And once we can see that, then we can allow ourselves to dive deeper into it. <laughs> Happy it's resonating. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Next trait here. Uh, I think this is 17. Trait number 17 is immortality. The trait of the unified field of love that you are is immortality. So I'm actually going to combine two, two traits here. These are the next two traits. So immortality and invincibility. Immortality and invincibility. So there are many directions we could take these two traits from. But I'm going to speak about a couple here. The first thing that this shows is the deepest part of what you are is eternal. The deepest part of the being that is either listening to my words right now or watching my face, you are eternal. You are invincible and immortal. You are unborn. You are a beautiful soul expression of the divine essence that we all are that, yes, has a, has a linear, temporary human existence, but that layer isn't the deepest part of you. That is not the unified field. Okay, the deepest part of you is this invincible, immortal state. And what this allows us to do, 
and open up to is a couple different things. First of all, it helps us to connect to ideas and understandings around past lives and incarnation. So if you're new to these, this topic today, you're new to my voice, new to the podcast, I've done many episodes on these topics, but just to talk about them here in this moment, if your soul is invincible and immortal, then it must be understood that you have most likely been around a few times, that you, you aren't just the human here in this incarnation. You've probably had multiple human lives, maybe other lives on other planets in other forms in other dimensions. Okay, that, and there's, and there's knowledge there. And we'll, I'll get back to that later. But the other thing here to understand is within these traits of immortality and invincibility, we have access to the Akashic records. Okay, and again, I'd recommend, I'll put this in the show notes, the episode I did on the Akashic records. But what the Akashic records are, to put very simply here in this moment, is an eternal source of unlimited knowledge. And for most of us, this eternal source of unlimited knowledge is connected to our different lives, our different incarnations, the knowledge that we have all lived, that we can all access. Okay. And then finally, the last element here I want to share from my experience around these two traits is if we can embody these characteristics of invincibility and immortality from this love field that we are, we can apply them and get super practical here now because I know a lot of you listening don't just want to hear the abstract, you want to hear the tools, right? You can apply these two traits to each time your ego is in fear. Okay, and this is so important to hear what I'm about to say. Every time that you are in fear of something, I fear sharing my voice. I fear sharing my feelings with my lover. I fear stepping out into the world because I don't feel worthy. Each time that occurs is a characteristic of not just your ego and fear, but a fear of what? If we take away all the layers, in every instance, you can break it down to a fear of death. The ego, the story of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve to share my voice, I, I'm going to be abandoned when I share my feelings with my lover. Every time you step beyond that into this real state of invincibility and immortality, the ego is dying, that story is dying, that belief is dying. So what is the solution? We surrender and we embody these traits. We surrender through the fear of death that the ego is holding on to into these traits of invincibility and immortality. Because that's the real truth. The real truth is not you don't deserve to share your voice. You don't deserve to express your feelings. You, don't, you are unworthy. That's not the real truth. The real truth is that you are an invincible and immortal being of love and light made of a unified field of abundance. That's the, that's the truth. So this is what we can embody. This is how we can start to use these traits practically. All right, getting worked up. See, I love, this is my favorite topic. I hope this is hitting your hearts because I could speak about this all day. Next up here, trait, uh, it, is number, it is number 18. I'm pretty sure. 18 is unmanifest. Unmanifest. So what this is alluding to, this unified field of love that you are, as I spoke about earlier with the trait of, when I was speaking about infinite silence, within that infinite silence, is every possibility waiting to be birthed. You are not 
just the manifest in terms of the, the physical form that you are right now. The unified field of love is the unmanifest, is every other possibility, including the one that you are currently living. And this unmanifest characteristic is another part of the unified field that we can fall back into, that we can release back into, that we can remember that we are made of. How I'm going to give you another practical tool here to, to connect into this characteristic of the unmanifest that you are. What is an intention? Many of you have probably used intentions many, many times, but have you ever asked the question, what is an intention? One of my mentors explained intention this way, and it's always resonated, and I'm going to share it with you here in this moment. Intention is intention. Intention. What is intention? this unmanifest characteristic of the unified field. When you set an intention, let's say, let's use an example, you're showing up to this podcast episode, and I set the intention of opening my heart to receive the guidance that is for my highest good. In that moment, when you set that intention, what you are now doing is you are cultivating the unmanifested characteristic of the unified field and putting all the possibilities in which you can receive something for your highest good in your direction. So this is a way that we can use this characteristic. Every time you set an open-ended intention, you are connected, connecting to the unmanifest characteristic that you are. seeing it resonate in the chat. Thank you, Rose and Cara, seeing all your love coming through. And again, if you're showing up live, pop your comments in, I'll read them out. If you have any questions, I'll add it in. Let's keep it flowing. We have a few more here. Next up is nourishing. This is the next characteristic of the unified field, nourishing. And to me, what this really implies is that the frequency of love that you are, the unified field that you are expressing from, it not just allows for expansion and evolution, like we talked about earlier, but the frequency of the unified field is one of nourishment. It heals. Again, I'm going to use the example of all of you listening to my voice right now and listening to this show. You can probably share at least one example of just by listening to my voice, doesn't even matter what the content is in most cases, just by listening to my voice and the frequency that I'm expressing, how does it make you feel? For me, when I've experienced other people doing the same thing, nourishing is what comes to mind. And this is a trait of the unified field that we all have. When we are intentional, use that word again, when we're intentional to connect to this space, a symptom, a characteristic is this nourishing energy, this nourishing frequency. Another example of this, this is why sleep, when we go to sleep at night, why it's so rejuvenating. It's why, and I would assert, why all of the physiological healing uh, interactions that go on inside of our chemical makeup, the basis for that is because when we go to sleep, what are we connecting into? We're connecting into this unified field. We're connecting into the voidal space. We're connecting in to this nourishing characteristic. and. I want to just sweep straight on here to the next characteristic is integrating. So not only is the field nourishing, but it's also integrating. 
it brings back together. Brings back together from what? From separation. What does fear, what does, what does tension, what does resistance, separation, what do all those words have in common? They, they are pulling apart. So each, each time we're in those states, we can know that we're not connected to that unified field. But when we connect into the field, we bring back together. We bring back to unity. We bring back to love. Because what? That is our baseline state. It helps you see through division. Again, this, this is the same theme here, but another angle now. Through this integrating characteristic, it helps us see through illusions. It helps us see through division. The division that and the illusion that we're separate. Which, again, if you've been listening to this episode, you know that's not true. So integrating, remember that each time you share your unified field or your frequency of love, it brings together. Tara, we're not separate. Just reading your comments. Angela, bringing light and open heart frequency for love and letting go. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what it is. And this is why forgiveness can be so powerful. And we can add that in here too, right? Forgiveness is what has that same frequency. All right, let's keep it moving. A few more here. The next trait, I think this is trait 19 of the unified field of love. Again, just a reminder for people popping in, either live or as you're tuning into the podcast episode, these characteristics are what you are, right? This is how we start to manifest. This is how we start to heal. This is how we start to attract in. So as I repeat, as I go deep into these last characteristics, embody them, right? Set the intention to embody these characteristics. Number 19 is simplicity. The unified field of love that you are has the characteristic of simplicity. And again, many ways that we could break this down but I'm just going to explain it from this angle. A big part of the unified field is loving awareness, right? Being the observer. We connect into, I call it the container of love or the cosmic love antenna that we are when we observe that which is moving through us with love, the emotion, the thought, the story, the belief, the pain, right? We observe. And how would you describe that awareness? Is it complicated? Is it over the top? Is there so a lot of things going on? Or is it a simple, loving awareness? This is a trait of the unified field, right? It is, it is simple in its ability to, again, bring back together, to heal. As soon as it gets complicated, and then I'll share another uh, practical tip here. As soon as you are noticing your frequency move into thinking about all the things and all the possibilities and what if I do that? What if I, that's how, you know, another sign now that you've shifted out of the unified field of love into most likely an ego story of perfectionism of I'm not enough. Uh, I need to do all these things before I do that. Right you've shifted out of the field because it's not simple. Trait number 21. The unified field of love that you are is purifying. So this connects beautifully to the nourishing and the integrating. So if that wasn't enough, the field of love that you are is also purifying. This is, in many ways, what I would call ascension. When you start to ascend or when you start to become enlightened or when you start to awaken to deeper layers of your consciousness, you purify. 
What is what is shadow work? When we do shadow work, what are we doing? Right? We are taking that piece of us in most cases that is in pain, separation, and tension. We are placing them in our heart, purifying them with our love and light, and transforming them back into source. That is your purification. That is you stepping into the divinity that you are. The divinity that you are is made of love and light, right? That is the that is the, the twin flame of the heart of God that exists inside of you. That is the, the love of the divine feminine and the light of the divine masculine. When you bring those two components together, you don't just create the heart of God inside of you, but you connect into this purification characteristic. Right. And you'll again, you'll feel this. You'll feel this in you. You'll feel this when you're around someone that's embodying it. And I, I will remind I'll remind you of this every single time. When you feel that purifying frequency, they are not giving you that trait. They are allowing you to feel that, that trait that is you. You are feeling you in them, in the divine mirror. Are you seeing how this all is connecting? <laughs> yes, Kara, I agree. It's alchemy. That's exactly what it is. It's the alchemy. It's the love and the light alchemy. Second last trait here is freedom. Freedom. The trait, these, these last two are probably, I would say, the most important. They're all important. <laughs> They're all powerful. But these last two traits, I really want you to feel these last two because these, I would say, are probably the most significant of the characteristics of what you are, the unified field of love. Freedom. And I'm going to read again Mr. Deepak's quote here to highlight this, and then I'll add my lens of love on top of it. Mr. Deepak explains that freedom is inherent in the unified field. And when we contact that field, then freedom comes to us. It is freedom that comes from the experiential knowledge of one's real nature. And our real nature is that we are the joyful, silent witness, the non-attached, immortal spirit that animates all manifestation. I'll say it again. Freedom is inherent in the unified field. And when we contact that field, then freedom comes to us. It is freedom that comes from the experiential knowledge of one's real nature. And our real nature is that we are the joyful, silent witness, the non-attached, immortal spirit that anim animates all manifestation. I get goosebumps when I read that quote because it's this, this is how, so, so many things I could say about this, but this is how we start to shift from suffering into freedom or suffering into the real reality, right? I've explained this before in the past. In many ways, what suffering is in our life is when we become identified by the persons, places, and things that we think we are outside of us, the lover, the, the car, the money, the business, the, the drug, the food, you know, insert here. When we remember that, one, we always have the choice to de-identify from those things, but two, we remember this inherent characteristic of freedom that we are, that freedom allows us to move and flow through life, getting to experience all the things, getting to experience all the knowledge, as Deepak says, but always coming back to the joyful, silent, non-attached, immortal spirit that we are and that everything is, is, is grounded in. So 
it's really starting to enjoy all of it. And realizing that you don't need to become any of it. Because you're free. You have that, you have that innate characteristic of freedom. No one, and this is, I'll say, I'll share something else here. This is why, and I, I won't get political, but you just look at the last two or three years of events that we've all been through in all the different ways. This is why when you see certain choices being made by governments and world leaders and all the things, this is why there is a deep part of us that reacts to choices that people make that is opposed to this freedom, that takes away any of our freedoms. It's because our natural state is one of freedom. So when something goes against that, we feel it. We know it. We know it to be not true. So we are moved in the direction of making it true once again. All right. One last trait here. And I just see all the love coming through in the chat. I see their beautiful souls. Thank you, Angela, for popping in. Kathy, I see there. Mr. Lance, thank you for joining. Uh, over on LinkedIn as well. I see some comments coming through. I hope that this is bringing you a lot of value today. If it's brought up anything, please um, leave it in the comments and I'll go back through them too at the end. And I'll, if, if I missed anything, I'll answer some more questions. All right. So I have one more trait and I said that this is important. Okay. And this flows beautifully on from freedom. Let me ask you the question here. When you embody that freedom, is there another word that you could use to explain how that makes you feel? When you're in that free state, right, you've let go of all the fears and you're just allowing yourself to be that pure, unmanifest, unbounded, pure potential of the unified field of love that you are. What is one word? that you would describe that as. And this is the last trait of the unified field of love that you are. And the last trait is bliss. The unified field of love has the characteristic of bliss. You have a foundation. You heard me speak about this before. Your baseline state is one of bliss. Your baseline state of bliss is your birthright. It is not something that is dependent on anything outside of you changing. This is very important because we can, we can misinterpret bliss as I am blissful when my lover spends time with me. I am blissful when I I eat that food. I am blissful when I get that money. I am blissful. You know, it's assert, insert condition here. But this is not what we're speaking about. We're speaking about the baseline state of bliss that you are. This is how you know. This is the reason that whenever we feel a trauma, a pain, a limiting belief of separation and fear and illusion. This is why we feel contracted. This is why we feel dense. This is why we feel small. This is why we feel in those negative frequencies. It's because in many ways, what it's helping us to see is that those are states of illusion. Because what is our baseline state? Our baseline state is one of bliss is one of expansion, is one of openness. So we can always test. If I'm not connected to this baseline state, what, and going back to the, going back to the very start of this conversation where I shared the quote from, Ru, from Rumi, right? I shared, your task is not to seek for love, but merely seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So when you are not in this state of bliss, guess what? There's a barrier that has been built. 
stopping you from accessing it. And this is empowering because this lets us know this is where the work needs to be done. This is, this is my next step. This anger, this limiting belief of I'm not worthy, this, this inner child trauma that's being activated by my partner, this is my next step. So welcome, Dallas. I see you there, my friend. Thank you for popping in. And I'm well. So this is, I'm going to share a quote here to wrap this point up. And I'm going to, I'm going to wrap and I'm going to wrap this up with this quote. Okay. It describes bliss, but also describes again, the unified field of love that you are. Okay. Again, this is from Mr. Deepak Chopra and he, he describes bliss in the following way. In this state of pure bliss, this is the expression of pure love. When love is pure, you become the embodiment of love. This love is offered to none, denied to none. It just radiates from you like light from a bonfire or dreams from a dreamer. It kindles the spark of love wherever it falls. <laughs> Let's read that again, just because it's so powerful. In this state of pure bliss is the expression of pure love. When love is pure, you become the embodiment of love itself. This love is offered to none, denied to none. It just radiates from you like light from a bonfire or dreams from a dreamer. It kindles the spark of love wherever it falls. And this, I could not say it better myself. This is the link. This is the explanation. This is the poetic expression of the baseline state of not just bliss that we're speaking about, but spiritual, cosmic love, the frequency of love that you are. And I just share this from my heart to all of yours. This is this is the trait that I myself really make the intention of bringing to all the spaces and places that I step into. And it is not a Harrison thing. It is something we all have the birthright to embody. And as Deepak says, it kindles the spark of love wherever it falls. So the question for you is where can you kindle that for other people? Where can you kindle this blissful love in the spaces that you go to today? All right. I'm going to end it there, beautiful beings. <laughs> I'm going to end it with that loving little exclamation mark as always here on these solo sodes i would encourage you not just to feel these words today not just to feel all the feelings with me as i can as all the people live i can see your beautiful comments and all of you listening to the podcast don't just feel these things set the intention and take some divine loving masculine action and start to be these things today. As always, if you have thoughts, extra questions and comments, you can leave them on the live, on the Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. You can also leave them in reviews on Apple and Spotify for the show. I do this work for a living. So if you ever want to go deeper into all of this, you know where to find me. But regardless, I hope that this discussion today has stoked that bonfire of love that exists in all of you. And I'll end with the reminder that this is not a time game. This is not a linear, I'll get there one day. I shared a quote on Instagram yesterday and I'll read it. I'll read it to you now. In this, in this moment as we finish. And the quote is, 
heaven is not a place or a condition. It is merely an awareness of perfect oneness. And that oneness is, is this unified field of love that we've talked about. So don't wait. You can do it now. I send you love. I send you light. Until next time I'm here on the show, I'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Before I leave you today, beautiful beings, I'm so excited to share a special announcement just with you. On the 20th to the 23rd of April, 2023, I and a fellow guest of the show, the beautiful Ali Paws, will be hosting live in Tulum, Mexico, the Cosmic Heart Tour. And I have Ali here with me now in this moment. Ali, I wanted to ask you from my heart to yours, why should the beautiful souls listening come and join us in Mexico? Hmm. Well, when I hear Tulum, Mexico, well, I guess it's a yes for me, no matter what, because the re- I, I feel like a lot of us in the last, you know, it's been a couple years since we've been through this traumatic, whatever you want to call it. And also those in the Northern Hemisphere, particularly Canada, has really long, hardcore winters and it can be cold and lonely. And I think where a lot of us are craving this community and this healing sacred space and travel. I haven't traveled in so long. So the fact that we met on Clubhouse like two years ago and the people listening to us in our rooms, our events have now connected with us. And we have the opportunity to meet and share our gifts together in a, a beautiful place in Tulum, Mexico is unbelievable to me. I'm just to the moon. So there's a lot of different reasons. Um, those are th- what I'm excited about, as well as being able to share what I call my medicine that has helped me, which is the yoga, the meditation, the craniosacral, and our book that we're birthing. So I think there's a lot of little gifts and nuggets people can get from this experience. Um, I've been doing retreats since 2014, and this healing immersive experience is I know the power behind them. I know what goes into them. I know what people get out of them. Um, So I'm just excited for whoever's coming, really. I mean, I'm excited to be actually facilitating something live because I've been doing everything online. Um, And the fact that I can be with you, my dear friend, I'm ecstatic about it. So I invite you to join us in Mexico. Join us for some meditations, activations, yoga, cranial sacral therapy, a book release, a live Q&A, poetry, and so much more. These spots are going to fill up super quick because our intention is to make this exclusive and intimate. So please DM me Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels. That's Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and we'll book in a meeting so you can join the love. I'm so excited to connect with you in the flesh. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. 
But I like airplane. I know you do. But Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric